0: The following opinions and ideas are that of the host and or contributors of the Eat This with Leanne podcast and are for purposes of general information and entertainment only and do not necessarily reflect the thoughts or ideas of the distributor. Casting to the world from inside her closet and high above the streets of Toronto, this is Eat This with Leanne. Here's your host, registered nutritionist, Leanne Phillipson.
1: As you're here, I'm going to guess that you've had the experience of going into a supermarket or a health food store, and you've either had an idea of what you're after, or you have to ask someone in helping to choose a supplement for your symptoms, you want more energy, you want to get rid of your aches and pains, you saw something somewhere and you need a recommendation of one of the top 10 B-complexes that are out there. Maybe you want to try glucosamine for a change or turmeric because you think it's going to stop your knees from hurting. Well, there's all these cures for ales at the moment and they're just all sitting there on a shelf to be had. What makes you pick up one particular one or the other? Well, when you do finally choose, put it in your basket, head off, pay for it. You go home, you start taking a supplement, you get it down you somehow in the ha- in the vein of all things healthy. And in a week or two, you're like, hmm, do I feel any different? I'm not really sure. But you keep on trying anyway, because the ad, the person, the marketing, the whatever reason it was for you to go and purchase that in the first place, you think, well, I'll persevere until maybe another product comes up or another thing. You add MSM to your glucosamine and then the curcumin on top of that. Well, all of that could work better. And all the half empty bottles of supplements make it to the back of the already brimming supplement cupboard, the drawer, the box. And, you know, maybe you think oh, I'll circle back to that one day then you realize, hmm, no, maybe this will do it. Maybe that'll do it. And the whole cycle starts again. Off you go. You go back, look for something else because the product that you just bought a month before, well, it didn't do the trick. Could there be more to a situation that a supplement can't quite reach? Well, yes, of course. Could it be that a product that you purchased isn't a match for your symptoms or the dosage is off? Absolutely. Now, I talk to people about, about the amount of magnesium that they need to be taking or that they think they should be taking all the time because that one capsule that they take that's going to help them to, to go to sleep and then realize, well, actually, it's done nothing. Well, that's because the dosage is off. If the product that you've bought, you've invested in thinking that, okay, I'm investing in my health. This is good. I'm going to go get it and going to help all the things. My wrinkles are going to go, my nails are going to grow. My hair's going to stop falling out and I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be ready to take on the day. When that doesn't work, what is it? Is it quality? Is it quantity? Well, in a growing industry of the supplement industry, which Christus, wait for this. $381.5 billion. That's U.S. dollars for Canadians. That's the strength of this industry as we get towards the end of 2022.
0: I was there at the beginning of it.
1: I remember you having that story.
0: I worked in a supplement factory when I was but a boy, but a lad. And it was... I would be in the back and people would make their orders right health food stores distributors and they would make their orders we'd pack them up we'd pack up their valerian we'd pack up their echinacea we'd pack up their dong quai and we would ship it out to them and they would distribute it from there and I remember thinking huh well you know this probably won't last yes (laughs) boy was I wrong Was I ever wrong to think that well, well, this is just a fad, or you know, it'll always be sort of a fringe business? Man, is it taken off?
1: I mean, look at our health. Look at the things that we're that we're fighting against. I guess in a way that we're trying to, you know, not go down that road Mm. towards all the health issues. You know, we've got diabetes, we've got heart disease, and you know, a lot of people out there add to this. You know, this amount, this industry, because there are things like fish oils, which tend to be top of mind for stuff like heart disease. But what's the quality of your fish oil? Right. And then, you know, if you've been around for a little while listening to this podcast, you know, that inflammation, all roads lead to inflammation, which really kind of. Well, actually, we normally say all roads lead to the liver, but a lot of the situations that we deal with are to do with inflammation. And then we have all of our mental health issues. Then there's people like me who are navigating their way through hot flashes there's people a lot younger than me period pains pms headaches aches brain fog or the fact that you're just getting sick all the time well the quality of what it is that you're taking in a supplement form can absolutely impact any or all of those things but how on earth do you choose Back in episode 109, we dove into my own supplement line. And yes, I do have my own line. It's called Take This by Leanne. It's over on sproutright.com, And it took me years to put together, to source it, to design it, to to figure out what I was going to call it, put on the label, and then put it out to market. A trusted colleague that you've heard on this episode before recently brought up this topic about supplements. And he is much more of an expert than I am on this topic as he practices as a functional medicine expert and reaches his global audience, his global patient roster that includes referrals from the Mayo Clinic, the Cleveland Clinic. He's in the U.S., just to name a couple of those. Now, Dr. Davis Brockenshire has graced his podcasts many times more than any other guest that we've had because I know that you love him. I love him. I love what he has to say. I love the way his brain thinks, and I love what he teaches me, Chris, and all of you as he comes on so regularly. And if he's happens to be seeing a trend and he actually came to me with this topic and he said, could we please discuss this? Then I know, and I knew immediately that it's in all of our best interests to turn up here to listen. So he's gonna drive this podcast a little more than I normally would and and answer the questions like what to look for, what are some of the basic essentials in terms of supplements and why do we even need supplements in the first place? So today on Eat This with Leanne, What, why, and how to find quality supplements for you and your family. So when Dr. B, if you've ever been around before listening to this, you know that Dr. Davis Brockenshire, all of his lovely, loyal patients, I'll call them on his behalf, we call him Dr. B. When he reaches out and says that we need to do a deep dive into the what, the why, and how to find quality supplements, it's worthy of booking the first available slot. Now, he said that while supplementation is essential to stay on top of our wellness today, he also knows because he talks to all the people, all the companies, and he's traveled the world in terms of speaking to so many thousands of people about justice. He knows that the marketplace is riddled with dangers and fake claims. So what does that mean for you? Well, Uh, Let's not dangle that carrot any longer and just welcome Dr. Davis Brockenshire, functional medicine expert, back to Eat This with Leanne and just get right to it, this really extremely important topic. All right, so Davis, we're all buying supplements. We all think that we need them. And I know that you've got a theory on whether we do and you're going to share all of that with us. So, like I said off the top, you're driving this conversation. So, I think I'm just going to let you start where you think that our lovely loyal listeners need to get the foundation to understand all that you're going to bring to us today. All
2: right. Thanks for the opportunity. I I relish the idea of being the bus driver through the shopper's drug mart, you know. <laughs> Hey, we're in the supplement aisle. Well, let me tell you about the history of this. And over there, Don um, Diepenbaker used to take vitamin C. You know, um, <laughs> wait a but, minute, wait uh, a minute. The,
0: the supplement aisle—that's the one with all those uh, those pill bottles, and they've got big C's and B's and stuff on the labels. That's the supplement aisle. That's the one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah.
1: Hey, here's Anyhow. an
2: interesting relational story for that. So, my wife's up in Traverse City, Michigan. And she's doing a World Strongman competition, her first one. And so this is where, you know, like they pick up Jeeps and stuff like that and they throw kegs. And uh, she kind of forgot to eat breakfast because she was stressed out. And as you know, you can't lift heavy on an empty stomach. So we're in this baseball stadium and I'm like, oh, my God, they got to have food here. So I run, I'm running around and all I have is hot dogs and peanuts and whiskey at 10 a.m. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I know she's got Irish DNA, but I don't think that's going to help her lift heavy. That's going to help her lift angry. Right. So, okay, I'm going to run to the grocery store. I know there's a grocery store. So I run to the grocery store. I run into the pharmacy aisle. I'm looking for energy gels. I'm looking for energy bars, you know, some nutritional foods. Yeah. They don't have any. Now, you're right, Chris. They have all these bottles with big letters on them. And then they have a diabetic section for all of these sugar-free sports performance products. Oh. Oh. And I just stood there in shock going, everything in here will give you cancer. <laughs> so I'm thinking as a sports nutritionist, I'm retooling going, okay, what do we got? Gas station. So I run to the gas station and in the checkout area of the gas yes. station, they yes. have sunny bears, they have kind bars, they have yes. socket covered raisins. Mm-hmm. Thinking, oh, so simple. She needs fuel. Forget about you know the quality here. She just needs the ability to power a cell, which is glucose. And uh, I said, oh, just for giggles, I got her a Red Bull too.
1: Nice, right? Perfect.
2: He held the Red Bull and started to shake. <laughs> really? I'm like, what's your problem? It's a Red Bull. She's like, I'm freaking out. I'm already getting wings, man. I need to out and get your deadlift. So <clears> they <throat> got me thinking about, you know, what people use on a regular basis to help them get through their day, right. and the big question from the medical community is why do we even need to supplement you don't need that you can get everything you need from food until you look at the food and that's what prompted our discussion Is i started having food supplements third-party tested and they were coming back toxic so the beet juice the broccoli juice the liver sauce the the stuff they extract from glands it's, it's all toxic because our food supply is toxic so if you're trying to do everything from food, you're actually doing yourself a, a disservice because you just can't get the food that we need to run this this mammalian physiology that we have. And stress is putting you know unprecedented demands on our metabolism. So this weight gain thing during the last 36 months, it's it's mainly stress driven. So that took me on the journey of trying to figure out, well, how can we support people's physiology so they can just live their life? And honestly, food wasn't the answer. Taking food away was the answer.
1: That's a what? really interesting thing because so many times we're taking food groups out of people's diets with, with our recommendations and and people thrive at times, and you think, well, I'm, you know, you were restricting what you're eating. Um, I spoke on radio this week about some new American guidelines about the labeling and things like that. And, and really, the headline said that people are not eating enough fruits, vegetables, or dairy. And I thought, that's a real interesting trio of foods to talk about that people are not eating and what this initiative is about, because so many times a food group like dairy, does help removing that for a period of time at least or figuring out which parts of dairy like cheese is okay for some people milk is terrible for for many ice cream tastes good but it just doesn't work for a lot of people sorry Chris Um, you know but there's all sorts of um, foods that we just take out of people's diets and it's fascinating to see how much they thrive now we're not saying here for anybody who's listening to Davis that you're going to remove all food and live on supplements at all but we just need to understand what's going on with the with the food that we do have access to.
2: And the argument now is, why does intermittent fasting so help so many people? Mm-hmm. And that's what you're doing. You're removing food. We are carrying software in our genes that says, you know, if you're not eating every two hours, we can actually clean up this mess. And so when you have restricted feeding like intermittent fasting, what your body starts to do. Is it calls in Mega Maid and she starts to suck and suck and suck and she breaks down all that dead tissue you've been accumulating. Right. That's that Spaceballs reference, Chris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: it is totally chic to let your geek
2: out. I love it.
1: That's hilarious because apparently <laughs> I missed that one. I'm like, yes, what wow, are you talking that? about, David?
2: When you're fasting, your body, it's not about weight loss. It's about actually cleaning up dead tissue. Right. And uh, having dinner with a couple so-called internet celebrity doctors recently, one of the docs mentioned from an Ayurvedic point of view that the fate of the cell is determined inside the cell. So if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to beat cancer, if you're trying to beat disease, your cells have already decided that. They just need the opportunity to get at it. That's what fasting gives you. It gives you that opportunity to clean up the mess you made. You know, if you're constantly partying 24 seven, how do you clean up the place? It just keeps getting nastier, right? So having that break from food gives us that opportunity. Unfortunately, the three of us, we love food. Mm. So, how are we supposed to fast if you're going to? one thing left that gives us joy in this existence. It's like
0: an episode of Hoarders inside this body.
2: (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Don't turn on that light. (laughs) (laughs) The next colonoscopy is going to be an M. Night Shyamalan. (laughs) (laughs) What's around that corner? (laughs) So the point being, if you love food, but you know fasting will help, how do you get to do both? Yeah. And uh, with supplements, we now understand that there are a whole line of nutrients that have been discovered that are called uh, calorie restriction mimetics, which means when you take these things like berberine, that's like fasting. Really? I so you do that every day. Exactly. And we know berberine is great for blood sugar. And it's good for your tummy, and it helps your microbiome, and it helps your sinuses, and it helps, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. It's great for the dreaded SIBO. Let's get ahead of that and say, well, where does the problem really lie? Well, it goes back to the liver. We've talked about the liver.
1: All roads go to the liver.
2: Everybody pet your liver. Nice Mm -hmm. liver. Yeah. And what's missing in, in naturopathy and in natural medicine is respect for how bile moves the liver because it's a circulation story. So what's been discovered recently is fasting improves a lot of our heart disease markers. They don't really know how. Okay. And it's got to do with the liver. Well you can do that with supplements. Okay. So a lot of the the what we call nootropics or biohacking type yep. supplementations um, support how all of this reverse aging stuff happens. If you think of way back into the 70s when Jack LaLanne was juicing everything in sight, you know, mm-hmm. he'd throw a cat in the juicer and he, woo-hoo, it's to like, <laughs> but the idea is we're removing nutrients from a mass to deliver it into the body better. And right. uh, that's what supplements have tried to do is try to remove some of the digestive burden on food and put it into tablets. And then we find out that the tablets don't break down.
1: Right. Well, you need game. a hammer in your yeah. stomach to try and break it down. And right. So then know, a, lot of pe- a lot of people have been told, well, you just pee that right out again. Or, and that's you know, true. It for it comes, comes out in your stool hole. Well, in yeah. some cases, it's, it's not far off.
2: Quality matters. Yeah. So then they figured, well, you know, let's put it into a capsule. And then, you know, you find out that those capsules are coming from China and they give you heartburn and they're not breaking down easily. Mm-hmm. And they say, let's <laughs> put them in a powder. Okay, well then, how do we take the powder? Will we make it in a smoothie? What if you forget to take your smoothie? You know, so the the challenge has always been throughout human history: how do you source good nutrition conveniently? Right. I mean, I ask your grandparents. It's like sit down and eat, finish your meal, clean your plate. Mm-hmm. I don't want any more Kraft dinner. Well, <laughs> maybe you do. Put some ketchup on it. You know, now you got color our strategies for feeding are are becoming abysmal. They don't match up for today's demands. So when it comes to the supplement industry, as a consumer, some things to look for are combination supplements that have a few things together, but not too many things, because you can't put it all in there, right? So if you're looking for a multivitamin, I mean, by by law, to call it a multivitamin, it's got to have the right ratios of Vitamins, minerals, and iron or no iron. Mm-hmm. But those don't typically work well, except for really, really old people, because apparently multivitamins, you know, help with cognition after 80. Wow. So, okay. <clears throat> you know, we're all consumers of this information. And Leanne, you and I have been doing this a long time, and, and we just keep seeing conflicting data.
1: It is. It does make you good it's been
2: eggs are really good eggs are a supplement yeah then tomorrow they'll kill you and then somebody says but i'm allergic to eggs Uh how are we supposed to guide people well i don't like eggs okay i'm vegan well good for you how do we (laughs) supplement that because for every exclusionary diet there's going to be supplement demands because you're excluding foods Since antiquity, we've used glandular extracts to fill in the gaps in our diet, whether it be, say, liver extract or, you know, uh, kidney extract. And we've all eaten liverwurst or pate before. Right. That stuff's made from glands, you know. Mm -hmm. So those glands give us the missing nuts and bolts in our diet, but those glands are toxic first thing to look for if you're looking for glandular nutrition it can't come from north america okay unless a you actually know the farmer and you're getting your own so if you're going to be up in vaughn and you're hanging out at the bison farm and they can loan you some bison liver then that's probably pretty clean okay right uh, but if it's from you know jeff's backyard in pickering i probably wouldn't need it
1: and why would people be taking glandulars?
2: The big thing behind glandulars is our digestive systems are under assault and they're full of biofilms and mucus. And it's really difficult to digest certain nutrients from food. For example, uh, magnesium, selenium, and iron are just difficult to get from food, but they're concentrated in glands. Mm. So, for example, liver is the highest source of certain B vitamins, mainly for regulating uh, heart rhythm. Okay. So people with AFib do well on a little bit of liver extract. Okay. But you've got to find it. You've got to get it from a decent source. And that's what prompted this idea when I was thinking about, you know, how do we help people not get the wrong stuff? The marketing is, it's inundating us with decision making. Mm
1: -hmm. And
2: if you just stick with the basics, like if you're going to make, you know, Nana's homemade chicken broth, you're putting the neck and the heart and the liver, it's all going in the pot, and you're going to make broth from it. Yeah. Uh, and that's the bone broth story, right? Yep. But, uh, you know, you can find those things from suppliers and that have good extracts. So there's the food piece. The, uh, As you know, I'm an herbalist as well, botanist. And <clears throat> when it comes to preparing plant extracts for medicine, like uh, let's say echinacea, Mm-hmm. If we're going to make an echinacea extract, you're not going to go out to your garden and just grab some pretty purple coneflowers and grind them up. That That's not the medicine. The medicine is in the root. Right. And so there's this whole process involved in preparing it. But if you go down to the local vitamin shop and buy some echinacea on the label, it'll say echinacea. And you don't know if, if it's the it's root the or the root. flower. Yeah.
1: If it's said echinacea root on the label yeah. that can go in your basket
2: that can go in your basket because much like if you and I were to open a coffee truck you yeah. know called the reverse cowgirl or something like that I don't know <laughs> but uh <laughs> let your mind go wild there <laughs> ma'am and uh we've got all these cow- uh, food truck ideas <laughs> but uh, if you're going to make a really good cup of coffee it starts with the beans right right and then, and then you've got to have good water and then you've got to have, have the good temperature water. and the pressure and the roast and all of these things for coffee. Revisit our coffee episode.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The same goes with herbs because coffee is an herbal extract. It's a decoction. Right. But on the label, it doesn't say that. So people are buying stuff online. They'll buy like mud water. It's, it's the mushroom replacement for your coffee.
1: I've tried that recently.
2: Yeah, bro. There's not enough mushrooms in there to give you what you think you're getting okay it's all about dosage it's all about amount
1: i did so you that. might
2: you get an, an energy drink and it says oh this has ashwagandha in it it might but it doesn't say how much no and so the secret to supplementing with plant medicine or herbs is dosage yeah you gotta have the right amount that's like uh, if you're eating thai food and it says hey you know this is really spicy right dosage does matter. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> right. I think about this week at, at work, a colleague had a Tulsi tea bag. Mm. And she said, This is really, really good for clarity. And it says right on it, right on the tea bag, clarity. And the tea bag and it goes in. And, you know, and I'm sitting there with my, with my drink with my kid boost and my b vitamins yeah. and you know i'm it's like it's I've, they're all lined up and they go in in my glass my my one teaspoon of all the different mushroom powders not a combination not like a two-in-one type of thing but each individual one and i'm thinking that's one little tea bag right there yeah. and i know that if it was in a tincture that would be more powerful if it was a powder that's potentially more powerful so you know i even have ashwagandha tea bags in my cupboard because i thought okay well we'll just try this out and see but i still take my ashwagandha every single day mm-hmm. so it does always come down to dosage just in the same way of how much magnesium are you taking to try and help you to get to sleep that 100 milligrams so a lot of people think oh, we'll just take one you know it does dosage really really does matter and you know, for people out there who are going to that aisle with all the B's and the C's and all that kind of stuff on the front of, of the label, or is there on the front of the bottles up and down, you know, where do they start? First of all, you know, in terms of quality, I'm going to just say that shoppers and your t- typical box stores are not the place to be going for your right. supplement purchase. That's number one. But then again, I was in a a health food store I haven't been in before uh, last weekend, and the whole supplement section, I probably spent at least half an hour just walking up and down, kind of seeing what's new, what products there are that I'm not familiar with, because I've got my own supplement line, so I'm not so familiar with everything else that's out there now. And overwhelming is an understatement.
2: Mm -hmm. And so is the nomenclature, the names of the products. So just to bring everybody up to speed, because uh, uh, hopefully there's a few people from India listening. Tulsi is holy basil. Mm -hmm. And it's typically found on the doorstep of every Indian household. And on the way to school or work, you would pull a leaf off and roll it into a little pill and suck on it on your way to work. Tulsi is an adaptogen. Mm -hmm. So it helps you get used to this miserable existence we call life. And you can imagine, you know, riding the subway with a billion people, it's kind of miserable so <clears throat> to put it in a tea a you got the wrong form right it's not a fresh extract it's a dried extract of something yeah. it could be grass clippings you don't know yeah uh, if it's the yogi brand it's probably good it was Yogi, actually. Good. so it's real tulsi but if you're expecting to get that medicinal effect from it you're gonna have to add one drachma of alcohol to it because tulsi doesn't give up the good stuff until you add ethanol Right. And so we have this whole debate on how do you make an extraction. Now, I mean, Chris, you're thinking, well, I got to put some Titos in my flask because if I'm gonna, <laughs> if I'm gonna have my echinacea tea, I gotta, I gotta get the good stuff. Out I don't, of life, right? I don't get out
0: of bed for less than four glachmas or whatever you you, you said. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so. <laughs> As you know, Leanne, because you've actually, you know, created some supplements and I've been in the formulation and, and the industry for a while. Yeah. I want to air out some dirty laundry. I want to be the whistleblower. Okay. So yeah. let's say Shoppers wants to stock a line of Shoppers branded supplements. Mm-hmm. They contact a vendor and say, here's what I want. Here's here's the menu, make it happen. And then that vendor says, okay, I can do that, uh, but we're going to use these cheaper ingredients to get you your price point okay and then from there they put the order into the labs the labs then supply the raw materials the raw materials go into manufacturing they get all blended together popped into capsules or tablets put on the shelf and the most expensive part of that entire product is the label so between the label the bottle and the shrink wrap on top there's your most expensive part Everything else is just, you know, paying everybody in between. It's like the wine industry. The bottle and the cork are what really costs the money to bring it to market. If that's all they're concerned about is hitting their margins, then we've lost the quality game. Mm-hmm. And that's why when you get into really high quality nutrition, like you said, you're just going to pee it out anyway. So why are you even bothering? Mm-hmm. Quality compounds don't just get urinated out. They actually do things along the way. So vitamin C is known as ascorbic acid. Yep. But ascorbic acid is a laxative and you can't absorb more than 300 milligrams at once. But if you use calcium ascorbate or sodium ascorbate, you can absorb more. Hmm. So the Alka-C buffered vitamin C yep. will stay in the body. But nobody knows that. So people are out there taking emergency packets or chewing their vitamin C tablets, and it's just going out through their kidneys because they don't understand the relationships. Right. Um, a lot of vitamin C compounds will have rose hips added to it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's very common.
2: Yeah. Well, rose hips is a diuretic.
1: Oh, so it makes the pee <laughs> out faster? It's supposed to be an antioxidant and recirculate the vitamin C. Exactly.
2: <laughs> like, how insane are they like, Come on, you know? Right. But uh, it's frustrating because you and I put a lot of stock into proper supplementation. Yeah. You know, and after all these years, our our reputation is based on the quality of what we're delivering.
1: And also, are, are people actually, is their health improving? Because... You know, somebody might think, oh, um, you know, I need to take a a multivitamin. Like you said, you know, kind of the 80-year-olds plus. They've got their one-a-days. They're they're taking them. But I think most people feel like, okay, yeah, I'll do a a one-a-day sort of situation. And very often, because my adult boost, it's recommended to take more than one, up to three a day. Well, why do I have to take so many? I just want to take one pill. Well, you can't cram it all into one tablet. Like... There needs to be space for, you know, for the ingredients that are actually helping your whatever your situation is. Then people probably get into, well, I know I need to take a fish oil. Oh, okay now I've got arthritis. So, okay I'll throw in some glucosamine. That's probably its own (laughs) its own episode right there talking about glucosamine or MSM and 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 those more anti-inflammatory or build your tendons and your you know deal with your inflammation around your joints like all of those kind of things and people will be on these forever are they still pain in pain do this they still creak when they stand up from the table after finishing breakfast and throwing their supplements down their throat why yes they do why are people not, why listeners, why are you not asking yourself if you've got something sitting in your counter, uh, in your drawer? Yeah, I said that off the top, you know, you buy a supplement, you take it for a little while, you, you're not really sure if it's working. And then you just kind of keep on, oh, I just, you know, you go back to Costco, or you go back to the supermarket, or you go back to your drugstore or whatever. And you're like, oh, I'm running out of that. So you just keep on buying it. But I just, I want you to stop for a moment and think. Do I actually feel different from this? There are supplements that people are on, or I will recommend probably the same thing with you, Davis, will say, here, go and take this for a period of time. If I recommend hypozymes for digestion, I am not going to say this is a forever thing unless there's a real, really good reason. But try it out for up to three months and then come off it and see, see how you feel. A lot of the time people come off and they say, oh yeah, that's crept back up again. Okay, so you still need it for a little while longer. But supplements are not necessarily meant to be taken forever. There's a purpose to them. If you don't have a gallbladder, then yes, you might need to, to deal with that issue and have some supplement like GB40, the you know, whatever your symptoms are from that situation. But I can just think of so many people's kitchens and see the supplements, the green plastic bottles sitting there, and they're just there all the time. They take them, but they never actually stop and ask the question, hmm, is this doing anything for me?
2: Recently, there was a big study done on melatonin, Mm -hmm. that melatonin is very dangerous, do not use. And it was done out of the University of Guelph. And that was not the conclusion of the study, but that's what the media picked up. The study looked at, uh, I think it was 41 different melatonin supplements that they just went out and bought around, and every single one didn't meet label claim. And so the conclusion of the study was: we don't know if melatonin is safe because we don't know what you're buying. Well, melatonin is amazing. You know, it's a powerful antioxidant for the brain. It helps you sleep. It helps uh, buffer electromagnetic stresses on the nervous system. But you know, dosage is key, and how you put it in the body is key. And so. As consumers, we have a difficult time distinguishing between the media mindset of buy me, buy me, buy me and move on to the next reel and listening to our traditional heritage. So, for example, Echinacea, again, that's that's a Lakota. That's a a Cree situation. You know, they've done all the work on Echinacea. Mm -hmm. Ask an elder about what they use snake root for which is echinacea. Um, But I think let's lay down a rule. Okay. Rule number one for all consumers in healthcare, you cannot supplement a bad diet. So if you don't put the effort into feeding the best fuel daily, you can't fix it with supplements. You're always going to be playing catch up. Mm -hmm. So if the Frito-Lay fairy comes by once a month with a box of nom-noms, you're going to have a hard time supplementing out of that. Now, that being said, you make up a great point. Rule number two, some things you do have to take forever because you're living in an environment that's not sustainable for your body's chemistry. And that's between pollution, uh, EMF stressors, 5G stressors, just stress in general, yeah. uh, weather fluctuations, allergies, all that stuff. You may need to support, you know, those poor little adrenal glands um, yep. Yep. with ashwagandha daily mm-hmm. you know and when we look at uh the historical record of say tibet because they actually took really good notes for the last couple thousand years mm-hmm. actually wrote stuff down you know um apparently in europe we really didn't start writing stuff down until about the 11th century so we don't really know uh, unless you're married to a bard and they can tell you stories and sing you songs right right but in mm-hmm. tibet I digress. In Tibet, they were big into mushrooms and not the silly ones. Mm -hmm. They would use mushrooms and mushroom chemistry to support their physiology through those cold days. And uh, they ended up creating a stronger human with the regular consumption of food extracts. So a mushroom can become a food extract if you boil it down. A chicken carcass becomes a food extract if you boil it down. You know, there's things in there. Um, Sidebar, on that bone broth talk, you know, there's a lot of the amino acid glycine in bone broth. And glycine can help pull out Roundup. So we know Roundup's bad. We know glyphosate causes lymphoma. If you add some good organic bone broth into your life, you can start helping remediate that a little bit we can use food as medicine again.
1: And for listeners just quickly roundup and glyphosate are the same thing. Yeah. And, and this has been coming top of mind of late as I go and buy my alternative milks Mm -hmm. because I don't, I don't feel great when I have dairy. Um, and I go and I'm like, Oh yeah. oat milk. That's nice and creamy. That tastes, that tastes quite nice. And then I almost hit myself upside the head thinking I'm not buying organic oat milk. Why am I not doing that? I mean, all oats are contaminated with glyphosate. Correct. However, I'm just drinking a concentrated form of oats. Like you said, we're taking the extract out of the oats of the actual grain and put it into a liquid, which in the case of bone broth is actually a good thing. We're pulling out the good stuff, the glycine to help detoxify it. Then that's helping to detoxify the oat milk that you just put in your tea and coffee or the glyphosate that's in the oats that now has been extracted and made it into the oat milk that is now in your drink and nice and frothy. So it, it there are so many times I think when I know where I'm like, I'm just going to go hide under the duvet. Like, I don't know what to do anymore. I think that I'm doing the right thing. And like you said, we like food and it tastes good. Oat milk is nice and creamy and frothy and it tastes great in whatever's in your cup. So why am I not going to have that instead of the almonds or the coconuts because of the you know the forest? You just you just kind of end up going. God, what on earth am I supposed to do? Well, so- how
0: much? How much of it is? Because I live in my own little bubble, my own little world, and it's it's a it's a good time in here. You, you two are invited good. anytime you'd like to stop by. Thank you. But how much of it is kind of a placebo effect in the sense that? You know, we go out, we go out to the that aisle at Shopper's Drug Mart and we get our, our bottles and we start popping pills. And whether it's doing anything or not doing anything, we feel like we're doing something. If I'm taking it and I feel good because I'm taking it, maybe it's doing nothing, but I feel good about myself because I'm trying to do something for my body. Is that worth anything or no?
2: It's definitely an effect, yeah. Um, there was a clinical trial done on loratadine, which is Claritin. Right. It helped 50% of the people 50% of the time. So it's 50% effective, but so is placebo. Right. So you're taking an allergy pill and in half the people, it's helping because you think it's helping. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's crazy. Now it goes the other way now, Chris. What's really fun, particularly in the world, Leanne and I get to play in. Oh, I can't take that because I'm sensitive to it. Dude, I gave you an Altoid. No, you, you gave me this homeopathic extract with belladonna at six X. No, I was messing with you. It was an Altoid. Well, I'm having a reaction to the Altoid then it's all, you're causing the reaction. Stop right. it. Right. Right. You know? Right. I can't drink red wine because of the glyphosate. There's like two parts per billion in that red wine. There's more in your water. Well, no, it's, it's the glyphosate in the wine. No, it's the sulfates. It's a two way street on the, on the placebo, but the, psychology of it is yes if you set the intention of i'm going to do something good for myself then that is profound and that changes your neurotransmitters and that makes your belly bugs happy and that decreases stress now if you cozy up to the bar and you know have a boilermaker thinking i'm going to do something good for myself <laughs> it may reduce some stress but you know where that's going to lead right And so I would say, take that intention and make yourself some food instead of restricting everything from yourself. And I'm not going to do that because I want to be good to myself. Flip it and say, I'm going to do this because I want to be good to myself.
1: Yeah. And find good food. I right. talk about this in my newsletters all the time. I, I and even on here, I go to the market every week. I talk to the farmers. I know where my food is coming from. And some people can't do that, or that's just not part of their of what they do. But you can order. You can have things turn up on your doorstep. You can, um, you know, if it's cost prohibitive, you're going to find something that's going to be a little bit better than what you're doing right now. And I get this said a lot. A lot of the time when people say, oh, you know, your supplements Leanne, are, are are expensive. They're, you know, they're hard for me to get to. Well, if we're talking about sunshine D3K2, for instance, and you need your deficient in vitamin D, well, maybe that's just your focus right now. Maybe you're just trying to deal with the vitamin D deficiency that you have. And rather than trying to get rid of it, you know, in say a month or not that that's going to necessarily going to happen, but, you know, in a short period of time, well, you take a little bit less for longer So there are always ways in which to do this. I think our thoughts and our mind, we just kind of, you know, we hit a bit of a bit of a wall and and that's when talking to other people and hopefully listening to this episode just makes you think, oh, it sort of expands in the place where you're where you're stuck. And thinking, oh, okay, so maybe, yeah, there is another way to do it. Because anyone feeling stuck in a situation like, damn, I'm buying all these supplements. I think I'm doing the right thing. And now what am I supposed to be doing? Oh, forget it. I won't bother doing anything. Well, there's always another way. There's always another route out of wherever you happen to be right now. So Davis, back to the kind of supplement type of, of, you know, so you've talked a bit about what to look for. So let's just take... Uh, a consumer who is heading out to one of those stores and they're going to pick up a bottle or they're headed to the health food store because they think that's a better place than the supermarket, the drug store, the big box stores to go buy their supplements. Is there something that someone could look for in that situation?
2: Well, the first thing you want to do is brand recognition. Okay, There are certain brands by nature have the highest quality all right so for example you and i work with a couple brands if they're professional level brands that quality has been vetted and we have something called a coa available a certificate of of analysis so we can tell you where that broccoli was grown what was done to it so on and so forth so find good brands research some good brands that are available on the open market and one thing i'll tell you about the Canadian market, particularly, is they just Health Canada doesn't just allow anything to get sold.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So they, there's it takes a a
1: lot to get an NPN number.
2: Yeah, there's a, a major vetting process that has to happen to put something on the shelf. So you know, I would do what we do with food: meet your local farmers' markets, talk to people that grow herbs. Um, there are people out there that are making really cool things like elderberry syrup from scratch. Mm-hmm. it is that time of year to start thinking about immune support. Yep. If if you have $40 a month to spend on supplements, I would do the sunshine vitamin D. Right. Because as a liposome with the D3 and the K2, that one combination is A, you're going to be guaranteed to get in your body. Yep. And B, it's going to hit so many cellular pathways and turn down so much inflammation that it gives you the biggest bang for your buck. Right. Uh, and so you got one thing to do for your whole family. It's going to be that. And don't, don't spare the onions on that one, you know, pump it. Yep. Five to 10 sprays, you're going to use it. Yeah. But uh, you know, we, we do get carried away and, and a lot of people go in with the mindset of, well, I'm doing it for my health. So there is no budget,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but you know, a- after a while you look and you go, I got $10,000 in the cupboard. Oh, well, you must have cancer. No, that's the point. I don't have cancer. I'm we're fighting against cancer every single day. Yeah. So something we say in the US all the time is health equals wealth and wealth equals health. And I'm trying as a mission to, you know, not make that second statement true that you don't have to be wealthy to be healthy. I think the wealth comes in the education and the knowledge. And as humans, we've had ancestral knowledge for this. We kind of know what to do. Mm-hmm. We just don't do it anymore. Yeah. Um, so we got to listen to ourselves. I mean, great. Apple cider vinegar. I mean, that cures everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's even better. Yeah. So, you know, you want to know your history of where all these things came from Yep. and, uh, I would say as a consumer, think about, well, what do famous people do? What do wealthy people do? Well, they have very specific supplementation, but I got to tell you, I treat a lot of these people. They're also on a whole lot of drugs and hormones. Right. So if you're seeing your favorite celebrity online and you're like, there's no way I can be like that. You're right. Not for 50 bucks, but with hormonal regulation, what you're seeing is not natural. Even people that say they promote natural health, no, they're juiced they're in hand right. except for yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. happy birthday Gweneth just turned 50 mm-hmm. and, uh, she is totally embracing the the lines and the sag as she says yeah yeah <laughs> but, i've read, uh,
1: i've uh, i've read some of her stuff of late that she's put out about that so yeah
2: just own it
1: i think really what it is is people want to feel good and yeah. you know taking supplements sometimes feels like you are taking control of your health because you've heard something on this podcast, you've heard, read something, there was a commercial, your friend is doing this, it's on social media, whatever it happens to be. Oh my gosh, I have to take that now. You know, that's, and that's how we end up with a cupboard full of bottles in trying to find the answer, right? It's like, okay, is it going to be this magic bullet? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? Whether it's youth or, or health or feeling good or getting through the day, like you said, off the top. Okay, so let's move on to some of the basic essentials because you're kind of just going there. You're segueing towards the the D3K2, the Sunshine D3K2. That's a Take This by Leanne supplement, um, which is definitely one of our best sellers. So some of those basic essentials, if people are going to just sort of move back from the big pile that they have, Um, you know, mine's my, my pile moves from, you know, what I'm taking right now is kind of like up next to the kettle so that I can drop them all in, um, to the drawer, to the other, you know, to the overflow. So even I have all of that going on because I don't need to take everything all the time, but there are some basic essentials I take every single day. So what's on your list?
2: Well, the difficult part is trying to get rid of the actual vitamins. We try to dish the alphabet. Because the, the actual nutritional magic does come from the food and herbal extracts. So find yourself a good multi-food. For example, your kid's powder. It's a blend of food extracts. And so if you were to try and eat all the food that's in that particular powder, you'd be full before you hit half a teaspoon. Yeah. And what you're doing is, is you're giving your body the tools it needs without the carbohydrates, without the calories, without the effort it takes to digest all that food. So it's going right into your cells. But find a multi-food extract. Um, I say to people, look, just try to find the colors, the reds, the blues, the greens.
1: Well, that's exactly what's in Kid Boost and Skin Boost.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so reds, blues, and greens. You know, pomegranate, blueberry, Brussels sprouts. Those are red, blue, and green. So just Mm -hmm. keep thinking of those reds and blues and greens. Oh, my. That'll get your system auto-correcting. Once the system is auto-correcting, then if you listen to your body, most people's bodies will say, oh my God, I need more energy. Right. And so you can look at things called tonics, uh, things like rhodiola and licorice root, uh, Korean ginseng, cordyceps, mushroom. All of these are foods. Yep. So find yourself a nice stress formula. Yep. And it'll have the top hitters, ashwagandha, rhodiola, eleutherococcus. but anything that says stress maestrix or stress magic or stress be gone mm-hmm. and spend a couple of bucks on it because it's going to be worth it. Anything that helps modulate your perception of stress will then reduce your need for extra supplements.
1: Yep, that's really powerful. I've got okay. HPA Access on the go. That's a Physica product, one of the professional line that both you and I use the time. You can lot. get that in Canada? Yep, HPA we can get you.
2: Well, they, everybody needs six a day. Uh, that has the glandular nutrition and it has the herbal components with it. I didn't know you could get that in Canada. So Yeah. that just went to the top of the list.
1: You'll find that over on sproutright.com, along with the Skin Boost and Kid Boost. Different name, same product. All the reds, all the greens, all the blues.
2: A lot of what we know about doing nutrition correctly comes from prenatal care, mm-hmm. and when you look at a prenatal, it's kind of a joke, right? All you need to do for a prenatal is add extra folic acid to it and iron. Right. So most prenatals are garbage, um, but I use the HPA LF as a prenatal. Do you? Yeah, and it. I know it's crazy, but it's it's backed up. There's research to support it. Mom okay. feel amazing. They're like, Oh my God, I have my energy back. I feel hopeful. I'm, I'm not swollen. It's because you're, you're supporting that stress response. Oh. So you're creating a healthy stress response, not a panic stress response. Once you've established that your red greens and blues are going in, maybe you've got some cool mushrooms. Now you've got your HPA stress support. What do you do at the end of the day? Besides open a bottle of wine, <laughs> you need to find a way to prepare for rest and recovery. So remember the Vegas podcast we did, part one and yes. two. Yes. Rest.
1: One of our most popular ones for sure. <clears throat> I'm
2: going to add to that now. Rest and digest was vagal.
1: Yeah.
2: Repair, and recover. So now it's, it's the four R's. Mm-hmm. Repair and recover is missing in supplementation. Your body wants to fix itself, and it does that while it's sleeping. Yeah. And if you're not sleeping, you just you're not getting it done. So if you need help sleeping. Look for some of those natural sleep aids, whether it's melatonin, it could be L-theanine, it could be valerian root. Skull cap is one of my favorites. Um, <clears throat> hot cup of milk before bed, if we're going to allow dairy, mm-hmm. there's chemistry in that hot milk that actually behaves a little bit like a natural Prozac. But if you're not sleeping, then you can't recover and repair for the next day. And so it's not about how many supplements you take. It's about Preparing your body so it doesn't spend so much nutrition, requiring more capital infusions of nutrients. And I like to think of the body as a corporation. And if you're spending more than you're getting, you're going to end up in trouble. Yeah. And then you know, like OHIP, you need a government bailout as in healthcare, and you can't get into a hospital because there's too many people that didn't listen to the podcast and are you know being thrifty. <laughs> Uh, and I just got an email from a client who was denied care at Mayo Clinic because they're not sick enough.
1: Well, that's interesting.
2: And it, it's Sal.
1: Sal, who you've been working with forever.
2: Yeah, I need a team to do some brain surgery, and they won't do it because he's just not sick enough. There's there's people sicker than you. Wow. So it's not just you, Canada. You're not denying people care. It's happening in the U.S. too. Our top institutions just don't have the people to help people right now.
1: So we have definitely talked about kind of like why do we need those supplements? And and I think to kind of just re- make sure that we've covered off everything and there's nothing else you wanna you wanna add in. So, you know, the finding the quality supplements. So that's going to be understanding your brands. I think that's asking more questions of your brands. Uh, going on the website, do you find on on different websites there's enough information for for consumers for for listeners to find what they're looking for, Davis? Typically,
2: if you learn how to read the fine print. Yeah, and there's some good YouTubes on how to read a label, so I would recommend that. Um, okay. If you're taking plant extracts, aka herbs,
1: yeah,
2: uh, and it's herbs because there's an H, a H, not herb. Okay, it's herb. You need to know the name of the plant, the part of the plant used,
1: yeah, and
2: hopefully it says extract. Right, because if it doesn't say extract, then you're just getting the whole plant. And uh, to put that in perspective, espresso is an extract. And if I don't put that word on my coffee pill, then you could just be eating coffee grounds. Mm. That's not what I ordered. I ordered the extract. So I want that espresso then dehydrated and put in a capsule. I don't want the grounds.
1: And also, uh, you know, in all of my mushroom podcasts that I've done of late, then you actually want the mushroom itself. Yeah. Not just what's called the mycelium, which is kind of essentially the roots. You need the mushroom itself. That's the extract. That's what you want to have in your powder that you're consuming. The
2: whole mushroom. If it's just mycelium, you're probably getting a whole lot of soy or corn. Ew.
1: Yeah, not good. (laughs) I I know that the the, the dong quai that I'm taking right now for the hot flashes and the menopausal stuff that I've got going on. You know, there's, there is extract and that's an addition to my Kid Boost Skin Boost every morning into my drink. I put this out on social media all over the place. Um, my B-complex, my liposome B-complex goes into that. My Alka-C goes into that. Uh, Different times I might add in, in, well, now I add in all the different kinds of mushrooms, the lion's mane, the cordyceps go in there, the chaga in the morning, the reishi is the evening. You can head back to episodes 131, 132 to find out more about mushrooms if you're just uh, happening onto this episode and you haven't heard those as well. Um, And then, you know, and then I've also got my extracts so my Dunkwise, just all the different things that are possible. And these are all Physica products that I am using. And because, you know, we know that we know what's in it. We can ask for the certificates. We, you know, I'm 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 an avid user of it for myself and have so many people ordering it online, especially in Canada. It's difficult to get in Canada now but we can get the whole line. So that's something that you'll find over on sproutright.com as well.
2: Just remember, whatever you would give a baby or a nursing pregnant mother, mm-hmm. that's what we should be consuming. And historically, we've always saved the best nutrition for mom and baby because they need it the most. Why don't we think like that for adults? Why is it okay to go to a football game and eat a hot dog? Yeah. It's tradition. But, you know, uh, in Europe, you can – go to a fu- football game
1: mm-hmm. and get shawarma. Right. It was awesome.
2: So <laughs> come on, you want to be a diverse population, let's diversify our food supply for crying out loud. Who's yeah. having curry tonight? Right. You know? with, all,
1: with all that color in there? Oh, yeah. Really, my favorite. Oh,
2: my it's favorite. so good for you.
1: It is really, um, really great.
2: Hey, if everybody wants to do one thing good for them today, if you're thinking, oh, there's so much to do, I don't even know where to start. Set your intention, like Chris said, but don't go to shoppers and grab a <laughs> bottle or something. Go boil some water, pull out a bag of green tea, learn how to make a cup of tea properly, mm-hmm. and then add some raw local honey to it. Sit down, breathe, and just enjoy that cup of green tea. Even if you don't like green tea, it's all in the ritual. The whole point of high tea is the ritual. Okay, so I think if we could find a way to pause for the 15 to 20 minutes just to do that, that would go a long way. That's your supplement.
1: A very cost-effective supplement. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to keep on taking all the things just to get through the day at light speed and get it all done. That's
2: Take a, a really pause. Good. Vitamin P for pause.
1: Yeah, that's, a, that, that's one you definitely won't find anywhere other than in yourself. So
2: perfect place, perfect
1: place to end off.
2: (laughs) Chris is shaking his head.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, the reality of after listening to you two for the last hour uh, and all the wonderful things that that came out of your mouths. Now I'm just trying to consider whether I should have two Fred's with a Wilma or I should have a Barney with a Pebbles and maybe three Fred's just to kind (laughs) of give myself a bit of a lift for the day. Isn't that awful? Are they still around? Are the
1: Flintstones I, I, still around?
0: <laughs> the Flintstones they, will never die.
1: <laughs> no, the, the 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 vitamin though. I don't mean the people. Yeah,
0: no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, they're, they're still out there. They're still yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. I yep. thought
1: they were all booted out by those awful gummies that my daughter took a whole bottle of <laughs> once in a weekend. And everybody she must freaked. be really healthy. <laughs> everybody freaked about it, freaked out about it, and I looked at it and I thought. Okay, well, it's possible she might have a little bit too much vitamin D in her for about two days, but that's pretty much it. And then just threw (laughs) threw it away because I thought there's nothing in here that's, you know, other than the obvious, the gummy, the colors, like all of that kind of stuff. But having taken a whole (laughs) bottle of it because she just thought it was candy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Gummies don't work, by the way. You can't take nutrition from gummies because you'll spend all that nutrition processing what's in the gummy and chris you should up your game man you got to get some spongebob vitamins <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: There you go. There you i go. know i'm not gonna find them on sprout right i know that for a fact
1: definitely <laughs> not on SproutRight.com. you <laughs> know we only have really good quality stuff there oh thank you so much davis there's always so much to pull apart people are going to be going back again and re-listening and sharing this so uh thank you so much for sharing your wisdom your experience and of course making us all laugh
2: thanks for helping us make a difference leanne
1: so this as we said off the top chris is a booming industry that has no report of slowing down those raw materials that go into your supplement, well, they need to be the best of quality. And Dr. Brockshire he, he gave you some information in which to, as well as empowering yourself in buying the supplements in the first place and t- thinking I'm taking taking a hold of my own my own health and I'm gonna do things for myself. Well, you gotta take that one step further now and do just a little more research, do a little more digging. Ask a few more questions before you go and shell out. I'm always happy to answer questions. I have a lot of information on my website about my supplements, but always happy to answer more. Now, the impact that what Dr. B just shared, I think just sheds a light on an industry that begs for a lot more accountability. Companies with integrity may not be something that you kind of just think of as price really does tend to drive our buying choice. But again, knowing what he just shared, I believe can help us to further part with our money with a lot more confidence. So my lovely loyal listener, what do you think about what he just said? I don't know, why don't you let me know? Share this episode, rate it, subscribe, so that others know that it's worthy of putting on your podcast playlist. Head over to leannephillipson.com, you'll find the show notes from today all the information about dr brockenshire and then to find out more about my supplement line and the physica supplement line which we talked about quite a bit that's all over on sproutright.com really thank you so much for being here thank you so much for taking the time making the choice to hit play on this podcast episode and i really really hope that it is helping you to up level your life because i know that we're all trying to do this do this thing called life and do everything to the best of our abilities. So thank you so much again for being here. And I'll just quite simply finish off with please remember to eat this one mouthful at a time.